0: Hello, this is your daily dose of news from On Manurama. I'm your host, Deepa Soman, and these are the major news stories of the day. National Institute of Virology teams reach Kerala following Nipah confirmation. Health Minister says virus is Bangladesh variant. Flooding in eastern Libya displaces at least 30,000 people, reveals UN agency. North Korea's Kim Jong Un meets Russia's Vladimir Putin vows full and unconditional support for Russia's just fight. Morocco earthquake: Death toll crosses 2900, survivors struggle even as response appears to scale up. Supreme Court directs Ministry of Home Affairs to prepare comprehensive manual on media briefings by police about criminal cases. Let's get into the details. Teams from the National Institute of Virology in Pune arrived in Kerala on Wednesday to set up a mobile lab at the Khorikod Medical College to test for Nipah and carry out a survey of bats. The move comes in the wake of Nipah infection being confirmed in four persons in Khorikod district of the state. Responding to a query regarding the Nipah infection in the Assembly, State Health Minister Veena George said that the virus strain seen in Kerala was the Bangladesh variant that spreads from human to human and has a high mortality rate, though it is less infectious. She further said that besides the teams from the Virology Institute, a group of epidemiologists reached Kerala from Chennai to carry out a survey. Additionally, the Indian Council of Medical Research has agreed to fly down the monoclonal antibodies that are required to treat Nipah patients. Veena George said surveillance, contact tracing, categorizing them into low and high risk, setting up isolation facilities for them, demarcating containment zones and procuring medicines from ICMR for those infected were some of the numerous steps taken by the health department to prevent spread of the brain damaging virus. Rescuers have found that more than 2,000 bodies as of Wednesday in the wreckage of a Libyan city where floodwaters broke dams and washed away neighbourhoods. Officials fear the death toll could exceed 5,300 in the nation, which is made vulnerable by years of turmoil and neglect. The flooding caused significant infrastructure damage in the coastal city of Derna and displaced at least 30,000 people, the UN Migration Agency said. The damage is so extensive, the city is almost inaccessible for humanitarian aid workers, the International Organization for Migration said. The country is divided by rival governments, one in the east and the other in the west, and the result has been neglect of infrastructure in many areas. North Korean leader Kim Jong-un vowed support for Russia's just fight during a summit with President Vladimir Putin on Wednesday that the U.S. want could lead to a deal to supply ammunition for Moscow's war in Ukraine. After touring launch pads with Putin at a remote space base in Russia's Far East, Kim expressed full and unconditional support and said Pyongyang will always stand with Moscow in the anti-imperialist front. The leaders met at the Vostokny Cosmodrome for a summit that underscores how their interests are aligning in the face of their country's separate, intensifying confrontations with the United States. North Korea may have tens of millions of aging artillery shells and rockets based on Soviet designs that could give a huge boost to the Russian army in Ukraine, analysts say. The United States has accused North Korea of providing Russia with arms, including selling artillery shells to the Russian mercenary group Wagner. Both Russian and North Korean officials have denied such claims. Some Moroccan villagers who lost everything in last week's earthquake were fending for themselves in the ruins of their homes on Wednesday, with roads still blocked by landslides and a dearth of essential supplies such as tents. The 6.8 magnitude quake that struck the high Atlas Mountains late on Friday killed at least 2,901 people and injured 5,530, according to the latest official figures, making it Morocco's deadliest since 1960 and most powerful since at least 1900. Morocco's army is leading relief efforts, backed by aid groups and teams sent by four other countries, but the steep, rugged terrain and damaged roads have made the response patchy with some of the worst-hit hamlets, the last to receive help. The Supreme Court on Wednesday directed the Ministry of Home Affairs to prepare a comprehensive manual on media briefings by police personnel about criminal cases within a period of three months. Observing that biased reporting gives rise to public suspicion that the person has committed an offence, a bench headed by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachud said media reports can also violate the privacy of a victim. In its order, the Supreme Court highlighted the need for updated guidelines, as the existing ones were created over a decade ago, and media reporting of crime has evolved significantly since then, with both print and electronic media playing a substantial role. The court recognized that the nature of information disclosed to the media should be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, taking into account factors such as the age and gender of victims and accused individuals. The court further underlined that police disclosure should not result in media trial. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks for listening to Daily News Dose hosted by me, Deepa Soman. Daily News Dose is produced by Vishnu Dharan with technical support from Idea Brew Studios. Follow onmanorama.com for detailed updates on the latest news and be sure to come back tomorrow.